your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. All right, top three mistakes that most riders make. So, number one is, and this is kind of a mental thing, but here we go. So, number one, allowing the horse's inability to perform or understand to cause the human's mentality to get rushed. So, I got a really good example for this. When you see sometimes when a person's trying to get a horse to lunge, generally the the part where they're kind of sticky is turning out away from the human to where they can go to walk in or trot in their circle around them. Okay, well, they'll raise their arm or click or do whatever. And then if the horse starts backing up or kind of goes the other way, a lot of times the human will get real misconfabulated, if that's even a word, and they'll start really rushing, thinking that if I don't get him to do it right this instant, it's going to get really, really bad, when actually it's the opposite of that. So remember, you have to, when a horse is new to learning something or something they're not real good at or sure about, generally speaking, you kind of want to do the set it up and wait and just hang in there until you see some kind of slight sign of them getting a little bit warmer and then you ease off. So remember, it's not a game of hot and cold. It's a game of every temperature in between that as far as the timing and your pressure and your release and how much you use, how long you wait before adding more, etc., etc. So uh, another one is allowing the lack of confidence from the human to create lack of confidence in the horse. So, so many times people think, oh, I'm, I'm so afraid of not doing it just right, therefore he won't do it how I want. You have to remember a horse can be taught to do anything that they're capable of via any type of command like you could teach a horse to uh side pass when you kick with both legs you could teach them to go forward when you pull back and you would do that the exact same way as you would do it kind of more like you know the normal way we teach them you would just change up your timing so uh a lot of times what i'll tell people is fake it till you make it Usually that'll get the job done. Uh, if you it, you have to remember that horses don't just automatically know how to do all these things. Like a lot of people seem to think that if they breathe just right and they're sitting just right and they ask it in just the right way, the horse is going to nail it. And that's not true at all. There's some horses out there to where you can have the lightest hands that a human has ever had on a horse and he'll still be throwing and shaking his head and 
maybe even rearing up, you know, there's a lot of horses out there like that. So remember the horse has to learn these things. So just because he didn't do it just right, that doesn't necessarily mean you did it wrong. That just means he probably needs more of it to get more sure to where he starts responding more consistently. So, uh, number two, even if you're not completely sure, just go in there and have confidence and be that kind of person with that horse and the horse will most likely figure it out and be in a really good frame of mind because he's feeling good that you're portraying that leadership to him, you know. Uh, number three would be trying to work at a level above where the horse is at. So, and, and this is, this is like, everybody does this, including me. Uh, it, and it's, let's say, let's say you've got a kid that has just gotten kind of good at writing his name, right? But he's not real good at it. He can do it most of the time, but he's still not real, real sure that that was right. Okay, so generally, a person gets a horse to about that level, and then they're like, okay, write me a paper. Do it now. And then when stuff goes weird, you know, it's, it's always easiest to blame the horse. So then you hear things like, oh, he's being stubborn. Oh, he's a brat. Oh, he... Uh, just wants to be a pain or or whatever so here's a here's kind of an example for that let's say you're trying to get it to where you hold your right arm out which would be holding the lead rope and when you raise that right arm your horse turns to his left and begins lunging around you at a walk trot whatever okay well some of those horses that are kind of sticky and have been taught to face up out of anticip anticipation and kind of automatically, those horses can be pretty difficult to get them to just kind of turn away from you and go out there and go in some consistent circles around you without trying to constantly turn in or, or whatever, you know. So uh, a lot of times at clinics, we'll be working on that with several of the horses there because several of them usually kind of have that going on more or less and we'll talk about now you know we'll be like all right now really watch them and the slightest hint that they give you that even hints that they are kind of getting close to thinking about getting a little bit lukewarm to thinking what you were thinking which is hey, kind of turn away from me to your left and begin walking. Then we'll be out, make sure you release for a second. Don't try to just get it all in, all in one big piece. And then they'll start working on it. And everybody there will always try to hang in with the pressure and pushing on their cheek, neck, shoulder area. And they'll try to keep doing that until the horse turns away and begins walking a circle around them. And then after they work on it for a bit, we'll be like, all right, hey, hey, guys, check this out. What if instead of working that hard, trying to bite off that much of a chunk at one time, what if you just kind of came in there and did the same thing, but you watched them more closely and every time their left ear 
maybe kind of roll over to the left because that does kind of mean they're looking with their ears, you know. Maybe you release them right there for the first few times. Maybe watch their their eyes. If you see their eyes, their eyeballs kind of glance over to the left a little bit away from your flag or whatever. Remember, we're trying to get the horse to turn to his left in this scenario. Uh, maybe you just ease off right there. Uh, and what if he gives you a really, really big one? What if he actually turns his whole face and kind of looks over there with everything, with his nose, with his eyes, and with one or both of his ears? Oh, man, that would be a wonderful... I mean, that's a big one for a horse that's real sticky and not really good and doesn't really know how to turn away and begin lunging. Like, that would be... That's a really big one. That's like... That's only like one, two steps away from having him actually turn his whole entire front half of his body away from you to his left. And if you can get him to do that, turn his whole body away, his shoulders in particular, for three or four steps, well, now he's ready to start. He's ready to walk forward without coming into your bubble, so to speak. You see what we're saying? So, anyways, I'll kind of get to the point here. So, see, in that scenario, how we we truly looked for smaller changes and slider tries. We didn't just try to get the whole thing. Uh, to get a horse to side pass, you don't try to side pass them. You try to get the hind end to step, then the front, then the hind, then the front, hind front, hind front. And then when you feel them all kind of sync up and flow all together for one or two steps to the direction you want, then you're done. You quit for a few minutes or a few seconds. Obviously, later on, when he gets good at it, you ask him to maintain it and carry it. Uh, and get better and better, right? That's important too. So uh, those are those are the top three things just right off the top of my head just from all these years of, of doing this that uh, we see a whole lot. And tell you what, uh, let's think of a fourth one as a bonus. <laughs> so my wife's, my wife's right here beside me. Help me think of another one. <laughs> now she's laughing. She's like, I'm not in the podcast. Uh <laughs> Also, here's one. Not ever getting the uh, pulling up the life in the horse. People seem to have kind of this subconscious thing where they feel that, or maybe it's because they, they haven't really separated the difference in their mind, that just because a horse is alive and alert and responsive, meaning not dull and pluggy, that that's an ingredient for a spooky, bolty bucker, when in fact it's the opposite of that. It's usually the pluggy, dead, dull ones that will surprise you. Uh, so remember, just because a horse responds well to the pressure and is alert, and for example, you can get him trotting real, real fast with his head kind of up and his ears perked forward and some life in his eyes, that doesn't mean that you're training a horse to be like weird or spooky or whatever. Uh, generally, the first thing you do when you get on a colt for his first ride is you just get him really moving. Walk, trot, lope, walk, trot, lope. And you have him do it with some energy, you know. Uh, and if you can get him to do that a few laps both ways, well, generally speaking, you're pretty safe to open the gate and start riding him out through the pasture, down the trail, or whatever. So uh, don't settle for dull with a horse. We need to start working towards 
getting these horses to where they come to life and respond and do some things with some energy. Now, there is the, let's just put a quick disclaimer here, there is the wrong kind. Some of you are thinking, man, if I even touch my horse with my leg, he is gone. That's that's the wrong kind. So that's more of a reaction than a response kind of thing. Uh, for that, you would need to get his mind to calm down, get him where he's with you, not always mentally and physically out in front of you, and that goes into redirecting and this whole other thing, which... Uh, for the purposes of staying on subject, we won't get into that tonight. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that, and we will talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Carson James Podcast. Real. Simple. Horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends.